Hello, and welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. I am your minority, Beverly J. Clark, and today is Thursday, October 6, 2022. It's spooky out now. Here with me tonight is my co-host, the my witch sister in the coven, um, the Sarah or Mary to my Winifred. No, I think I'd rather be Sarah. I'm going to be Sarah. She can choose whatever she wants. Alex Maselli. And then I choose Winifred. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone, every woman really at her, at her core wants to be Sarah. Yeah, that's why I, because at first I thought Winifred, but then Mary, I mean, Mary had the, I don't know, but like, yeah, Sarah had the whole free what spirit thing that I'm yeah, like, I'm did. not like that at all, but I kind of <laughs> wish I was. <laughs> Well, not only that, but she, like, she was actually attractive, unlike the others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. I wish I was attractive, so. Like, know, the, other, the other thing, though, is that, like, a lot of people would say, like, oh, she's the dumb oh, one. And I'm like, they're all dumb. Oh, they're all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, Winky. Hello, Caleb. Hello, Tree Surgeon. Uh, hoi hoi. Uh, so... Alex, how are you doing? Hi, JB. Hi, Wallace. Uh, I'm okay. Um, Same Z's. <laughs> my power was out Monday night. Oh, no. Yeah, really? for like six hours. <laughs> Yikes. Was it crazy hot then? I mean, I, you still- it actually, so like it went out in July of 2021 and during a storm, and that was insanely hot. That yeah. was so damn uncomfortable. But it went out. Is, this is um, still October. No, this was, uh, yeah, this was October. And uh, yeah, I, there was a dust storm that blew through Phoenix and took out the power for like 40,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> and it was not that hot. Like it could have been better, like mm. honestly, but it was, it was not as bad as it was when it went out in July. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I guess. I guess if it's gonna go out, yeah. And the in Phoenix, the colder, the colder months that it gets, at least that's a better I'd, time for it. But yeah, I'd rather go out in December if it's gonna go mm-hmm. out. But it it it's mm-hmm. more likely to go out in the summertime because that's when everyone's running their ACs and it's storm season. Hi, so that's when it's yeah. likely to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's rough. Um. Mm-hmm. I chased a fox into the woods today oh god was it going after your chickens <laughs> no it was coming out so our chickens are like in the behind the barn or on the sides of the barn over this way and then we have a field that's over on this side and uh i was with the ducks that are out in the fence and i was like taking them out of the pool because they can't get out on their own because they're their little legs and dvd can't walk and then the geese were walking by and Tui did her <laughs> gasp sound that she makes when she sees danger. So I like look over where she's looking and I just see a fox standing in the in the, the gra- tall grass and stuff there. So I just start sprinting after it and then it turns around and runs. Then it pauses and scratches its head and then it sees that I'm still running after it and it continues to run and I run, it, follow it into the woods and I just keep chasing it as far as I can until like it disappears. I didn't know where it went though, but I was like, no, it's going to, because it or the siblings or children, I'm not sure which one it is, that 
came here the other day and uh, my boyfriend tried shooting at it and then went out to, to see if there was any blood. And then he just saw it hanging out behind the barn again. So it didn't even get scared off either way. So I was just like, no, I'm going to keep going after you and make sure you don't cut. And then I hung out outside for a while because um, I was, was rewatching all of Scream Queens to, for this thing. I only watched it like a couple months ago and I powered through and watched it like 2x speed or more for a little like, second. But I watched all 23 episodes. <laughs> or whatever you are. Um, just <laughs> finished it beforehand, but I was on my laptop outside and as I was like getting ready, I'm like, I'm going to keep watching this while I keep an eye out for the foxes. So I watched, I finished it on Monday and this was my first watch through and I watched it because you suggested it and I am so pleased that you did. <laughs> to be cause... fair, Motown had suggested it. I mean, I've seen it in the past. This is my fourth time watching it through, I think, but like <laughs> Motown had one and he's never even going to watch this stream anyway, but, but he... <laughs> wanted us to watch it so we finally did yeah we get to talk about it now yes i mean so we'll start off with the first the the thumbnail one we'll yeah talk about. uh yeah hocus pocus 2 and then um we'll do scream queens and we also have a couple of of uh, uh tra trailers oh my gosh <laughs> can't think <laughs> of words. Ads. you can yeah. call them ads yeah. too. <laughs> so we're gonna do i know the oh, knock at the cabin that is a horror themed movie i believe um but then alex also uh sent the link of the super mario bros official trailer which i have not watched yet and i don't care that it's not horror related i freaking love mario well, Luigi. <laughs> yoshi's my favorite then luigi and then then we can go into the next ones but uh yeah so i definitely want to watch that okay um, so let's talk hocus pocus uh, yeah um i judging by you're the one who suggested uh, Halloween cringe for the the words on the <laughs> thumbnail. So I'm going to guess that you did not like the film. Oh, I did rewatch the first one. I hadn't seen I it in too. a long time. And uh, so, if we could talk about the first one first for a minute, yeah, I, I'll say that I'm like the only person I know who is like pretty meh about Hocus Pocus. Like everyone else I know has always like they love that movie. And I and I think I've seen it twice now. I think this was the second time I'd seen it. Maybe three times. I don't know. Maybe I watched it more and it wasn't memorable. But it just kind of the same with like any other sort of Disney kids movies where I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's okay. Like it's fine. I just didn't I never understood the hype for it that everyone oh, like that I know has always loved it. And I, I'm like the only and I feel weird though because I'm like the only person who is not obsessed with it so i don't know how you feel about the I'm original not obsessed but i like it it has like a certain charm to it some of its jokes land pretty well um the cgi for the cat face was pretty amazing <laughs> even it's it even in the, up, it's 1993 so yeah it's, i mean it's silly yeah. but like for that year yeah I mean, it was impressive, um, and it doesn't it doesn't really look all that bad actually now because it's subtle enough. But it, it's like I wouldn't say that it's like a masterpiece. I also don't can I don't have like the cult attitude around it that a lot of yeah. people do. Okay, I, good. I, I grew up watching it and I enjoyed it, and I still like look. Oh yeah, so I'll watch this. It makes me laugh. But like, maybe, I, I was guessing that maybe. That like people, I mean, I don't, I don't know at what age you had it, but I was thinking the people who are really into it watched it like when they were younger, and I don't think I saw it till I was at least in my teens or something. By the time I actually had seen it, I don't early like. It came out when I was six, so mm -hmm. I was 
like two, I think. <laughs> and I, so I don't think I watched it. I, 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 if I did when I was younger, I don't remember it. So I think I think that's what at least my friends who I know like it I, or love it. I think it was when they were young. So I don't know about you, but you watched it when it came out? Probably. I don't remember okay. the first time I watched it. That's how yeah, yeah. early I watched it. So right. like, probably it was early. It was probably close enough to when it came out that I don't actually remember the first time I watched it. But I, uh, so I enjoy it, but not, I don't have this like, it's perfect, it's wonderful, it's so great, it's the best Halloween movie ever made attitude about it. I don't. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. So then we're on the same page there, at least. Cause I don't, I didn't dislike it, but it was just kind of like, like any other, Dis- I mean, I know it came out in theaters, but it just was like any other Disney Channel movie to me, really. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's just, it's kind of, it's got its like, charm but it's also got some moments that are like really like that's just weird and strange mm-hmm. whatever but um some parts of the plot shit doesn't make any sense um and everything um but i was like well no my attitude about it has not changed w- upon watching it this week i didn't really see that it was worse or better than i th- originally thought it was it's still just okay yeah you know, yeah so enjoyable film so that's how I feel about it. But uh, I was like, I'm going to watch it right before I watch Hocus Pocus 2. Because mm-hmm. making a sequel, you automatically, or a remake, uh, you automatically force your audience to compare it to the original. <laughs> and I don't think the second movie really holds up to the original, even with my very lukewarm attitude towards the original. <laughs> I... Dead. Um, yeah, I know. I've, and again, it's just I. <laughs> I always have like the different takes than than I, I like stupid stuff. I guess though, because I know everyone is going to disagree with me on this, and I totally understand it. But I think I kind of like the sequel more than I did the original one, and and. I'll say maybe it's because I I like modern films more. I just kind of have a thing where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. But it's just, so when it's just like newer films, it can aesthetically, it can be more pleasing to my brain. Um, but I'd probably say, I don't know the actors' names, but I love Buster from Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. And I love Richard T. Splat from, uh, from Veep. But I, so I think those two are really what did it for me in here. I'm like, man, like I, I want to see them in a buddy comedy film on their own. Like those two together though, like, I don't even think they had any scenes together in this movie, but like, I would love to see them together and just be like awkward, bumbling idiots and stuff though. Like, mm. so I think that really redeemed it for me. Um, I, and I'll say too, I know again, everyone else can hate it. Uh, my boyfriend didn't like 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 the the ending but for me it was just like oh they they've humanized the the sisters and then like and they had i know i know everyone else hated but like i like the cheesy thing or i'm like oh i actually care more about them now or like here's uh, in the movie i care about what's going on like there she's sad about this and like yeah it seemed kind of weird as someone who was like super mean and stuff and, and and 
just hated her sisters forever though, but it was still like, oh, the fact that you're feeling loss right now, like that made me feel more emotionally invested in this movie than I did. Cause the first one I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, this is happening. That happened. So I mean, even I though everyone hates it. I don't really want to humanize someone who sucks the souls out of children. I, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I don't really like care about what problems you have because I'm sort of like, you literally kill kids. I don't care. It's like Cruella, you know, they turn making that movie and they're, oh, and I'm yeah, like, I, I don't care. She wanted to make a coat out of puppies. I don't care. I don't care about what led her to be this horrible person. And then I, at the same time, that opening sequence of Hocus Pocus 2 with the little girls as the witches oh, in the mm-hmm. colony was cringy as fuck and also incredibly like, oh, they're just misunderstood and these people want to burn them at the stake or whatever. It was like, I'm sorry, but like no amount of uh, persecution allows you to kill kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I definitely... I- I guess it's hard for me to like I'm kind of separating the ideas where like I like the the concept of like humanizing the sisters and stuff too but I think they they like they didn't go in one direction enough where it was like if they really went in on how like hey they they were misunderstood that like and like I'd say they probably had to retcon something of like what they had to do with eating children and whatever they to, like, literally make them... still brought that up in the sequel too yeah <laughs> yeah so remember they were them sucking the kids yeah out. and I was like you really want to bring that up if you want to make me like them more <laughs> like, so that's what yeah like it was uh, so that's why I definitely get that like it does not make sense with them with how they portrayed the sisters and the rest of it like well how can I sympathize with you when you are just terrible but I also don't like writing where it's like well why or or I'm not saying I don't like it let me rephrase I like when there's more to a character other than like I'm just evil this is just what I, I like understanding the reasons why because like if you're not just psychotic you know and, and a psychopath though that like you and something does drive you to do what you do um i like that idea more but when it's just kind of like oh we just want to be young like that like and and eating kid souls is how we do that there isn't really a good way outside of just like not being a psychopath i guess <laughs> for it so so it's what like if I, detaching from like the rest of the the story that that and scene I'm like oh I do feel sympathy for it but altogether within like the writing of the film it wasn't good I just kind of like oh if they had gone in that direction more and did like I guess like did a wicked sort of thing that everyone's doing now um, yeah well the thing is though I think you can uh leave a character flat evil if that story is meant for kids yeah that's true too yeah yeah because they don't need to have the like why is this bad guy a bad guy because if it's yeah yeah i agree because it's more about warning kids away from dangerous people Mm -hmm. that's essentially what the idea is not to understand why is this dangerous person doing what they're doing yeah that makes yeah i mean i think it's terrifying to tell kids to essentially talk to the bad guy see what makes them tick sympathize with them i'm not sure that's a good idea (laughs) yeah and other horror movies do that too what is the house at the end of the street with jennifer lawrence that was like one of the first things i knew her in um but her whole thing like oh look she's like a teenage girl who always tries to like fix people like fix the boys so she meets the new guy or like she's new and she meets the guy at the end he turns out to be like a murderer or whatever though but she had thought so it's like "Mm, don't try and fix Mm -hmm. people um (laughs) 
in the first movie, I kept wondering though, so it's 1993, I know things are a little bit like looser as far as what's appropriate for children and stuff. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker had a lot of cleavage going on throughout both films. But I just also kept wondering, why does this eight-year-old sister know what a virgin virgin is? Like, she kept talking about how her brother is a virgin throughout it. Like, oh, like he lit the candle. He's a virgin. And just telling everyone about that. Like, why, why are you so, like, knowledgeable about this, though? I'm not saying that you can't know, but it just seems, and especially in a I, kid's movie. So, again, I, early 90s, but. Yeah, I must have known very early because that's like Hocus Pocus and not remembering the first time that I watched it. I don't remember when I learned what a virgin was. Me either. Yeah. When I was trying to think of like when I learned that term and I don't know. But I think at the same time, I wasn't thinking about sex at eight years old, though. So then I wouldn't have been using that term. If you have a teenage older sibling, you might maybe yeah know those words. You might tease them with them too. Like I would mm, like, without yeah yeah. Like it's not. I I would say that um, uh, if you don't have older siblings, you probably you're the first one to learn those things. Yeah, but yeah. If you, if you have older siblings, you learn it from them and their friends. Just hear them, them talking about. It. I can okay. I can. I can accept that. And my siblings, I didn't, I mean, they were already eight years or older than me. And then I didn't grow up with them after I was like seven either. So it was just kind of like, yeah. And they say too, like psychologically, that if you're six or seven years apart though, then you would be considered an only child as far as like your psychological development, because they're too much older than you that you don't have that like sibling rivalry and stuff. Which they did both act like only children in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, their attitudes was very were both very only child. <laughs> Even though they did kind of push, where like I'm your older brother at the like sometimes where, uh, but it it felt forced <laughs> in this. Well, uh, honestly, I think it was more of that whole thing about because I felt this way about the parents in the first movie is that they put too much responsibility of per- parental response responsibility on Max um, of Dan. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. They definitely yeah. do that. Uh, so and uh, and that would change their dynamic dramatically, uh, not for the better, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know that is annoying to think of of that too. Where it's like I didn't decide to have a child, though. Like this is your kid; it's your responsibility. Like, yeah, I could care about my younger sibling, but like, why should I be like, you know, just default having to to raise them for you? I, um, I do think that happens to a lot of older. Uh, elder siblings and it's not really appropriate because it actually does disrupt their developmental process Mm, yeah you you do it too much and they won't want to have kids when they become an adult i wonder my sister she's like 17 18 years older than me um and i said my other my brother's eight and then the other one's 13 years older so i i think she like had to babysit me a little bit but then she moved away when i was like one because she was growing up I wonder how much, but she never had kids of her own either, though. She, uh, <laughs> so I wonder, like, how much of the the taking care of siblings thing that she had to do then. Um, I mean, it's not always the reason why someone doesn't have kids, but it is a common reason. Why I think she told me this go. specifically, though. Actually, that she, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she like once mentioned that, and like, oh, yeah, she has own kids, so like she already you know took care well, of. When uh, when they're teenagers and they have to take care of young kids. 
it's uh, the problem is is that it's a um, it's immediately associated with negative emotion. They don't have, well, you know, like if they're forced into it several times, mm-hmm. and like oh, they're not allowed to go out with their friends, or they are, are struggling to get their homework done, those kinds of things, and it happens often enough. That's just reinforcing this negative idea about what it means to have a child, and then yeah. they don't want to have a child when they are an adult. It it does it will fuck up your kids if you force the elder ones to take care of the ki- the younger ones too much. Like I I do think it's incredibly inappropriate. I I didn't even have that going on growing up because you know again pretty much only child and then youngest, but I still grew up somehow not wanting kids either. <laughs> it has like negative connotations still. I don't know maybe someday, but I keep thinking like I said. Yeah. The only, it's not, it's one of many reasons why. Yeah, yeah. I just like to psychoanalyze myself. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a common one. It is a very common one. Oh, to totally go off track for a second, Winky is asking what my top is. It is uh, the Evolutions. So we've got, I can't even see what I think SP on, Sylvia. So it's all of the Eevee evolutions of Pokemon. (laughs) See, why would I want to have kids? I'm still a kid myself. So. Um, hi, John DeLaRose. I like a uh, tree surgeon. That eight-year-old has seen some shit. <laughs> there. Now it's Halloween themed. Ooh, I like that. Oh, <laughs> it was an accident. I was an accident, actually. Definitely <laughs> was an accident. I was planned. Absolutely oh. planned. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I was, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was my note say? Oh, why couldn't the cat talk 300 years ago? Still in the first film, but what's his name? Fat Binks. Binks, yeah, whatever his first Zachary name was. Um, um, why he, couldn't yeah. he talk? Yeah, because he was like, he never talked to his parents again when he was turned, but then he could talk in the future. So I just they, don't remember if they, they had answered that. They kind of do, they kind of don't. They, but the answer, the canonical answer, is that he couldn't talk to anyone until the black flame candle was lit. Oh, so he could start talking again once. Okay, all right, I'll I'll accept that. I, that's why I just when it happened, I was not understanding why he just he never tried doing anything with his parents again. <laughs> JDA says it's a woman's duty to have babies annually once she turns eighteen. Man, uh, that sounds exhausting. I do know How many people. Ba- go ahead. <laughs> oh, that just have like a who is it? Isn't there the one? Um, they're like TV shows of, of mothers who have like a bunch, like 19 kids or something. Um, and then they do have, they have like, hey, you're the older ones can take care of the younger ones. But maybe they're in healthier relationships though too. Or it's, they, I think it can be fine if it's like reinforced, with like, or like there's positive reinforcement to it though. That like, hey, maybe uh, when you instill like good family values or something early on, that maybe that can help where it's like, well, but one of the issues is that teenagers are going through the phase of their development where they are trying to separate themselves from the identity of their parents, mm-hmm. which means they have to start venturing outside of the home more um, and becoming more independent in their behavior. That's hard to do if you're told you're not allowed to leave because we have kids we have that to you take, need to take mm-hmm. care of. I mean, yeah, you're already having to be this responsible parent. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can balance it like, hey, uh, you know, uh, like once a week asking for one. Planning ahead. 
Yeah, like or yeah, instead like, of like saying like, "Hey, you need," or telling them like, "You need to do this." Like you're you're taking them trigger or is like, "Hey, could you do this on this day?" Like, like can we plan this out? And like, if you agree to it, like how just more communicative uh, as parents yeah. to your older child that like I think that could work. You're like, okay, like and if they're reluctant, then you can talk about like, can we like adjust like schedules or make something like I'll do something else for you here like you can go to such and such party or whatever if you take care like something where it's just like you get a benefit out of this and it's not just I, I always hated that with like friends parents who are like do this thing for me do this thing for me I'm like I don't like the ordering around and I don't know yeah I mean the give and take aspect is showing like respect that the person that the teenager is becoming an adult mm -hmm. like it's it's important honestly um, because you will stunt them if you don't start respecting that. And I know that, like, I'm not saying that that's like, oh, if someone's a teenager's getting into like shit tons of trouble that, oh, you just respect that. No, that's not my point. I mean, like a normal average, not a, you know, crazy person, teenager. <laughs> yeah. Know, that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> What's JDA says, I've been trying for like six months and have yet to be able to get a rise out of Beverly or Alex. Have you been trying to get a rise out of us? <laughs> didn't even know. I didn't know that he, that's what he was doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, he didn't make as many like misogynistic jokes as he wants. So I'm still going to laugh at them. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't care. Uh, and maybe you're right. But like, I. If, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm okay with liking things no one else <laughs> likes or, you know, or just believing different things that I'm like, eh, whatever. I like a lot of terrible things, or at least things that other people think are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, uh, I, like I said, there's a lot that probably could have been developed more with the original movie with Max and Danny. There could have been more going on there that they could have done. But, yeah, they could um, have had a good emotional, uh, I don't know, like they, I could have been more emotionally invested in their relationship if there were better writing. Because it seemed like they were trying to, but it just came off as really shallow. It was like, hey, I know I was mean to you earlier, but now like I'm your big brother. Are we cool? Like, yeah. So it was just kind of like... I know. They needed to do... They, they were trying to set up so many things in such a short amount of time mm -hmm. in the first act of Hocus Pocus that it made some of the things that they end up having to like resolve come off as a little cheap. Right. Um, and they cut a lot of scenes from the movie too, by the way. Oh, did um, they? Yeah, there. Some of it ended up in trailers too, uh, like Mary in a grocery store. Um, mm -hmm. Something is, I can't remember what else there was. I uh, I will say this though, I like Billy Butcher. I always liked Billy Butcher. Yeah. I thought he was a really fun character. <laughs> yeah, me too. I like. And I, so I was pleased by his inclusion in the sequel. Like and I that, felt like he did a good job. <laughs> yeah, and at first I was like, is. I kind of expected they're not gonna. I don't remember the actor's name either, though. But like, are they I'm like is that a different guy? I'm like, no, they did. I'll I'll give credit for doing a sequel and like 30 years later or whatever, and you bring back like four of the main character, main actors from the original one. Like, I like okay, that's at least a plus as far as that. Instead of like replacing them with different actors or whatever, like. I uh, or like a reboot with just new actors playing like the new characters of them. But like, I, at least that was a I think a better choice, uh, like less. That was a good option to choose, <laughs> even if the whole was, thing didn't work out. No, 
Yeah, and I like Billy Butcher, the guy who plays him. He's really famous as like the guy you put in, in weird and crazy costumes because he's he's Abe Sapien from the Hellboy movies. Okay, I haven't seen the. And he's the the Pan's Labyrinth Pan. Yeah, oh. he's in so many things because of the fact that he's like willing to like do all these weird things, and he's mm-hmm. very tall. He's a very very tall man, so like he's he's very popular in Hollywood and has been for thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> what's his name again? I can't remember. Uh, let me look it up. It is Doug Jones. Yeah, is he the one who plays like he'll he'll play in horror movies as like the creepy of the whatever monster? Usually, okay, he's, yeah. He's often the monster in horror yeah. movies. I can't think of the other ones that I know. I've seen him recently in something where he had to play like yeah, I don't know whatever like tall lanky, yeah, monsters that there are. Yeah, he. I like him. I thought he like I liked the fact that Billy Butcher ha- Butcherson had more lines. In this movie, like it made sense why he didn't have a lot of lines in the he first plays movie. The Baron too, and what we do in the shadows. That's him. Yeah, that's him. He's the Baron in what we do in the shadows. Yeah, of course he is. No one moves their body the way he. Does. Yeah, well, he only has like half a body for a lot of it too. So like, I didn't, like, I forgot. But we need to talk about that show sometime because I just finished watching season I've only three seen and four. First episode oh, okay. so far. Oh really? Yeah, at some point yeah. then you'll. Me too. Uh, oh, Crimson Peak. Yeah, oh, a bunch of movies. Um, oh, where did we go? What was it? Okay, and the original one was that everything? How? Oh, I guess for both movies too. I mean, I get it. They're witches, and then you kind of have like a meta thing about it. But then I just kept thinking, how do they know the tunes to the songs that they're singing when they like <laughs> just got here? And, I know. So, like, I think it's a spend disbelief. I get it. It's a kids' movie, but I was so uncomfortable when they started singing when they first showed up in the sequel because i was like who the why are they fucking dancing and singing they just showed up yeah and then like one of the characters asked that questions and and i was like i'm still upset i still don't find this funny it's just so cringy and uncomfortable like yeah there were re there were two songs that they sang that like were sung by witches in the first movie one was on a stage and was actually like a spell. And the second one was uh, Sarah doing her, you know, mm. her children lure yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I was like, I was so uncomfortable with them immediately singing. I was like, what <laughs> the hell? And I know you like musicals, but like when you, I, if it was, if the first movie was more musical, had more musical numbers in it, I probably wouldn't have found it so jarring that they immediately well, started singing <laughs> if it were a musical then that would be fine like then you're like i'm not going to question why you're breaking into song right now because it's a musical but when exactly. it's, it's not one <laughs> they're like why is the music happening now or on the flip side if you're supposed to be a musical and you're doing roadie the film where you're just <laughs> doing a bunch of stage performing like you're not a musical even though you claim to be um yeah so I, I think it's just like well this isn't my expectation of it so like i'm bothered by this yeah yeah so I, do you not like musicals just your phrasing made it seem I like you don't do like actually like musicals but i have to be prepared for them right yeah. oh yeah, be, yeah, yeah. they no, have to yeah. say that they're a musical 
I have to expect them to be doing yeah. musical numbers. Like, for example, I really like uh, Easter Parade. It's a very old musical starring Fred Astaire and Judy Darlin. One of my favorites of all time. Um, some of those performances are actually like performances within the narrative and some of them are not like it's it's a blend of the two so yeah. but I'm like okay one with first, that so, yeah one of the first ones though is is not a performance it's just someone being and i think that's the way to go if you're gonna mm-hmm. if they're not if they could go back and forth then the first one should probably be not a not, performance within yeah. the narrative yeah if it's a musical then, about a performance I, that's fine. Like Rody could have been fine, but you needed to have songs that weren't just like, "Oh, we're at this next performance." I will forever yeah. hate Rody, and I'll keep bringing it up. <laughs> it was not good. It really it. wasn't. Um, I really like the Bob Fosse style uh, musicals too, like Chicago um, mm. Cabaret. I thought those were really good. Um, I even watched Sweet Charity, which is not the best of one. those. Okay. Um, but, uh, a lot of, like, what, what I like about cabaret is the conceit is mostly that it is a performance that they're performing on the stage at the cabaret, but the songs all equate to what's going on in the narrative. I thought that was very well done. Um, and I think the stage production though, they are really just musical numbers that are, you know, uh, not performances. (laughs) My, I, Book of Mormon is still going to be like one of my favorites. I will just, I've seen that four or five times live when it, like whenever it came to like Pittsburgh or Chicago, I just <laughs> love Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Hasadiga Ibowai is like the best song ever. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Oh my gosh, have, you need to. I know. I have that album for Avenue Q. I wanted to see that one forever. I, I have <laughs> seen that one. I, Mm, I wanted. I was. I wish I liked Avenue Q more than I did, and I think it's one of those things like where I just have a pro. Where it's there. I like any story that has more of a plot. Like here's this goal, and it kind of was just like here's what we're going on throughout. Like, and it had a little bit of it, but it just wasn't enough of like here's this big plot that that continues throughout. It was like the and I get the point was kind of like finding yourself because you're like a an early twenties person living in New York, so you're just trying to find your way. But like I. So it's harder for me to like care when when I don't know like where we're going. But I do love Robert Lopez as a composer. That one he uh, and so he is the youngest person to have gotten an EGOT, the only one to have gotten it within ten year span. Like he did, he direct or he did the uh, uh, Scrubs the musical episode. He was <laughs> that was a good episode. Book of Mormon. <laughs> yeah, that's what he got the. I think that's what he got the Emmy for was that episode. Um, so Book of Mormon, uh, Let It Go from Frozen. He and his wife did that song and they might have done another stupid like, so he's just, he's a successful composer. On the, on the subject of, uh, Frozen, I hate that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. I can't stand it. I enjoyed it. I really don't like it. When Uh, we are going to do a Disney, we'll we'll go through and talk Disney Disney movies at some point. I'll save my opinion for then. I love Fiddler on the Roof. Someone was that what F O T O was okay. No, Fiddler on the Roof is amazing. And I I used to work at the William Minge Center for the Arts in Independence, Kansas. And 
we we honored Sheldon Harnett one year. So I got uh, to meet him. And uh, it was so awesome because Fiddler on the Roof is just one of the best musicals of all time. It's so beautiful. The music is just gorgeous and funny. It's really funny too. I've only seen it when I was younger, like a like a local stage production. So I barely remember any of it now. <laughs> Um, you should watch the movie. It's it's pretty good adaptation, honestly. Okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of like the actual films. Most of the things I've seen have been like either like community productions or if not, a couple like you know professional productions over the years. Um, Phantom of the Opera. I don't know. I think the music is really pretty. I think the I never really appreciated the story much though. Um, I play. I have. I have it here. I mean, I have a few different because we played it. I played uh, accompaniment in my chorus in high school. So I have like an 11 minute medley of Phantom of the Opera. That's fun to play. I really enjoy that. But the full, I think that I we did watch that film though. So I think I was kind of underwhelmed I by the story. tried one time to watch Phantom of the Opera, the movie. Uh, and I literally, and this was in high school when my taste was much less refined uh so i was willing to put up with a lot more bullshit and i just <laughs> could not get through this movie i was so done like i think it, i got to the point where christina sees that weird doll of herself and faints and i was like i'm, I'm, I'm oh, this is so i weird. barely it's remember weird. anything yeah i, I just thought it was <laughs> not a great story and i'm very like i again the music is pretty but i just was like i don't I don't care. Like, I don't know. I'm just, it, I didn't care about the characters and the, the creepy love and, and him. Yeah, That's, I know. Like that was the other thing too, is that the phantom is a creeper. He's just, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. So I'm just like, why do I want one? And am I going to fall in love with my stalker here or something? Yeah, but really. Like, I don't know. I have seen, I saw the Muppets Christmas Carol recently, actually. Oh. For the first time. Uh, Another one. I, I like it. <laughs> what's it called? Um, Once Upon a Mattress. That was the first musical, and when I was in ninth grade, that like the the school put on, and it's based off of Princess and the Pea. And and I don't really remember much of it all, but I remember loving it, and it was one of my fa- like I'll, I still say it's one of my favorites, even though I <laughs> barely remember anything in it now. I just remember emotionally that I loved it. <laughs> so I it um I went to ITF. Uh, in 2005, the International Thespians Festival. Mm. And every night they had another musical performance. Um, so there was Beauty and the Beast. That one wasn't bad. There was um, uh, Sweeney Todd. That was a pretty mm. good Sweeney Todd. Um, Ragtime was amazing. That was so good. What do you and think of Into the Woods? We did not do Into the Woods that year. Uh, no did you, one did. Uh, have you seen it or do you like it? I have not seen it. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched like the recorded film. I'm sorry, if you were finishing a list. I didn't, didn't no, mean I can't remember any of them. <laughs> Except for the original one, Putt's Potion, which was okay. <laughs> um, I, let me make sure that I'm talking about the right thing. Into the Woods. I just want to make sure that I 
<laughs> I'm speaking of the right thing. Yes. Okay. Um, I never saw the, like the new, like the, the film film. I saw a recording of this, the stage performance with Bernadette. What's her face? Um, and I love her. Uh, in, just because I don't remember people's names doesn't mean I don't like them. I never know any actor's name. That's why I have to reference Richard T. Flat <laughs> from Veep. Um, but uh, which I don't know why I said T. My middle name is John. It's just still one of my favorite lines ever. From, from because it's like he just introduces himself. Hi, I'm Richard T. Splat. I don't know why I said T. My middle name is John. Like it's without missing a beat. That is just like he one does, sentence. That is seems to be how he delivers everything like <laughs> yeah and i'm okay with it. like you know it's just kind of what you do they made like a he, a fake blog or like it was like a real blog it was of the character so richard made some like he, that it was online he had his own website where it was just like each day he would post a new blog and i went through and read a lot if not all of it at some point um just because i loved i hated all of the other characters on that show they all sucked except for richard <laughs> loved him um <laughs> But anyway, Into the Woods. I I really enjoyed that musical. So I, th I think we just watched it on YouTube. So people can watch that at some point, though. It was great. Giants in the Sky. I, I named my cow in D&D &D after, after I named him Milky White. And even though he's like a purely brown cow, I named him Milky White. Um, and Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. I remember her name now. See? I know things. Tree Surgeon um, does have Peters in the chat. Oh, I wasn't reading it. I didn't look. I swear. I was, I'm ignoring everyone in chat because I hate you all. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember any of the other stuff. Like, yeah, the Giants in the Sky is like the only thing I can remember right now. But I need to rewatch that musical at some point. Anyway, back to Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I, I want to do like just themes of uh, like do Disney or do musicals and stuff. Because hey, there are so many things that I'd like to talk about. People need to stop coming out with new movies and, and shows. So yeah, take a break for a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, for the so for the sequel, uh, my initial question and that I heard from others too, I was like, why is Mary's mouth sticking out on the other side? And then I heard that it was just, is it continuity issues or what? But then I looked into it and saw that oh, she's old, and so for whatever reason, she just struggled being able to hold her mouth in that position or like her face in that position in that direction. So I was like, okay, I, I can accept that change though. Like you're like in your sixties, whatever. Yeah. But when you refilm the, the children, I was like, why would that not like the girls, um, the little Mary's mouth was going the other direction of adult Mary. And I did read, but I don't remember seeing the scene, but she talked like the actress of Mary she was saying how like there is a scene in there where when Winifred slaps her and her mouth like moves to the other side and then she slaps her again and the mouth moves back and I can't remember if I actually saw that in the movie because I might have not been looking at the time but if maybe it was an outtake or something but apparently that was supposed to have happened at least and so I guess like if that were shown like okay I can accept that like oh your mouth just changes depending on like maybe you got hit or something in your position but I know that I think that was like an issue for people online when they were like, why is this happening? <laughs> That's a funny thing to have an issue over, honestly. Like, I don't care that much about that. What I do <laughs> care about is this idea that like, one, that you can talk an evil person out of being evil. <laughs> and two, that men are the problem is kind <laughs> of the perspective that they went with. I was like, oh. not surprised though. 
I mean, <laughs> you even had the girl. I, I'll say too, I'm okay with the concept of like, oh, you have like three other girls who are going to be like the, like that, the, here are the new witches because a lot of times like you know witch stuff is in three so i was kind of okay i was also i hadn't thought about like who are the new characters going to be like who are the new kids like i didn't think about it at all so when i saw like oh of course like diversity oh of course (laughs) females like yeah i should have expected like that was the direction you're going to go with which uh on its own it's not bad it's just kind of like oh you know like oh this is the reason why they're doing it but um but then i was like okay just because i also (laughs) like this kid's show um what's it called something with Matt like it's it's something about like cooking with magic Matt cooking I forget the name of it but uh but like there are three girls they get like these uh recipes that they can do magic with and stuff too and it's a cute kids show um and but it just kind of reminded me of that and because they had like oh the older women who who used to be like when they were their age they had this but then some of them kind of went bad and stuff too so it was went through this whole thing so i like that as a general concept but it was just again for this too where it's like eh, execution and stuff not <laughs> not great and one of the, the one girl too she was like oh my goddess when they were i think going out of the basement and i was just like cringe <laughs> and you left the, oh yeah they escaped the basement by lighting whatever the things are in fire and yeah when they left it on fire when they le- uh, left the area though it's just like you're gonna just destroy and burn down everything you're gonna be unintentionally bad witches yeah really well then uh same thing with like lighting a bunch of candles in the forest with a bunch of leaves around you dry yeah. dead dry leaves <laughs> yeah i was like god you guys are great by the way but like i found i i found the three girls like it, not that compelling. No, <laughs> not at all. That's why I'm trying to emphasize, I like the concept of this, like, okay, you know, like new witches or something, but they're going to be good versus like the evil ones. Like, I like that as a concept. All right. Not well done, though. Uh, and no. they were, but they could tell, like, hmm, these girls certainly have some problems with one another. They have some sort of history that's awkward and not good. But it was just kind of like, you didn't even it was similar to the first one too where it was just like you could have i don't know gotten deeper in into the even in a kids film like this could have been done better as far as like uh hey we're not hanging out anymore and then later on it's just like oh it was actually this thing the whole time and we never knew that the problem was just we didn't want to hang out with your boyfriend because they suck and <laughs> i don't know um I well, did I mean, like the guys were all either dumb or evil. Like most of them were dumb. They were pretty much all yes. dumb. Like Gilbert was dumb. Her boyfriend was dumb. The guy, the mayor was dumb. It was like it. It, it got kind of tiring. I'm like mm-hmm. they can't. Like you can't have every single one of them be idiots. Like that's not great. And um, it's like because they all of them, all of them were not like bad people really and it's like you like i'm so sick at this it is a trope at this point men are dumb boys are dumb and it's like i'm sorry are we six-year-olds because that's how you're you're (laughs) when you act like boys are dumb (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm trying to think of like do i like it more that the boyfriend at least that they didn't make him just a jerk though like that he was unintentional like oh sure he was dumb 
but I guess I, I guess that's more endearing at least where it's like, oh, if you're trying to say that men are bad, at least that's a little bit more endearing where he's like, I legitimately didn't realize that I was being mean to people. And then he said, like, I, I've got a lot of people to apologize to then. And so I like that line. But so I guess I'll say that I guess if it's unintentional, at least they're more likable, even if they're dumb. You have, but I get that like in, in everything now, it's just like you have got the, the idiot husband, the idiot dad, and like they're not good for anything except for like slapstick humor yeah like if he was the if the boyfriend was the only dumb one and that was just to like make it seem like he's not actually a bad person that he was just he didn't he's he's stupid when it comes to interpersonal communication yeah yeah like i would been i would have been fine with that but like the fact that like gilbert is an idiot that's how the witches are brought back because he's he's literally stupid he's like oh yeah they were sucking the souls out of children and they didn't have a choice like yeah they did man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like stupid stupid to bring them back and then the the mayor is just like he's 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 so he's so dumb he's kind he doesn't know that his daughter isn't friend with these girls anymore and i'm like stop making the men dumb as a way of like moving the plot forward or whatever because <laughs> This is not very good writing. <laughs> yeah, did the girls outside of the mayor, did the other ones have parents at all? Not that you really saw. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I don't recall them. Cause like even in the original too, like the parents were like, oh, as with most of the like kids' movies then too, we're like, we don't know, like we're barely listening to you. Like we don't really care as much that you exist. We just think that you're always making up stuff, so we're not really paying attention. Um, I do give Max and Danny's parents a little bit of slack because of the fact that once they're when their kids showed up, and Max says to the dad, "Some you you gotta listen to me. Something's wrong." The dad immediately was like, "Danny, is Danny okay?" Like he's his concern is mm, obvious. Like, yeah. So like yeah, clearly, with the mom. yeah, but then the witches cast a spell on them. So like they literally Right, they didn't get much time leave. to like mm. <laughs> Yeah. At least there is like a, a plot reason why she would you know, like why they like never went, you know, it's two AM, where are our kids? You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once especially once they're under the spell, like I'm more forgiving for that. I was just trying to compare like that they they make like oh adults aren't going to be useful in these types of movies and huge theme in mm-hmm. stories for kids right <laughs> which yeah. I don't know is a, is a great message to tell children right but it happens so that's why like okay if you're gonna say like the dad and Gilbert are 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 dumb because like they're the adults so then you're kind of like we have to do things but then but yeah then you have the boyfriend who's dumb too and then it's like if you had one male character even if it's a young one like maybe one of those girls is instead a guy like i don't even care like if you if you did it that way and if you wanted to make him gay because it's like oh now you're like like whatever i don't even care about that but it's just like if you had or it's just not everyone who's male is an idiot i can see that that like because it just seems like an intentional choice um or, I, I mean even if it's not intentional if it's just i don't like men and i wrote this like because this is how i think of men oh yeah <laughs> I, I guess kind of think of that as still intentional but like yeah but maybe <laughs> I guess, um because like well i don't like it I like them so this is what i do i i did like at one point when they when the 
witches cast the spell and they had them dancing to like point to where the mayor is. Cause I was like, man, I, I even commented that like, Oh, like the dance is fun, but like they're going so slowly that like they're, that's taking them forever. And then they actually write that line into They're like, oh, they're useless. Like the witches say like, Oh, they're useless. They're like, even when they're under the spell. So they like fly off cause they're taking so long. So I actually did appreciate that, that they acknowledge like, Hey, this is not going to be a useful way to, yeah, I did appreciate the fact that they redid the joke about uh, the sister's broomsticks. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> that did actually make me laugh, though, because like, I oh, quite, of course, it you wouldn't have like, a vacuum person. Uh-huh, <laughs> no, the vacuum again. Now you've got the, uh, what are they called? The Roombas. Uh, Roombas. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was cute each time, because then they're, like, trying to vacuum up popcorn. Like, they made it without ever, like, going into any detail, but it was just kind of, like, are they sentient? Because they kind of like are making them out to be, and I loved it. And I loved like, oh, they're just following along. Like, hey, come this way, and they like turn around and just start following yeah. them. And I just thought it was every time I saw them, I just kept going, oh, because I they, thought they were they cute. were funny. That was a funny idea was to use the Roombas. I thought that one that was like probably the smartest joke they made in the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I liked the. Uh, where they had Siri come in though, because I think she thinks Winnie had a line like "Be serious" or something, and then it like woke up Siri, and I'm like, oh, because before in the first film they had like the French instructor like voice in the school though, so then now you just have like oh another thing that's like speaking and you don't understand it, and yet you know lyric like tunes to a lot of songs that you're not aware of though, so like it's weird, but. Um, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, like at one point, Mary makes a cowabunga joke. I see. Yeah, I remember that yeah. too. And I'm like, why does she know that? Like, she was in 1993 for one night. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, she did watch TV at the Devil's House. Oh um, yeah, that's right. She got to see a little bit of TV. Maybe, um, maybe some of it was like The Simpsons. I don't know. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I forget what they were watching on there. I just made a cake today. I haven't decorated yet, but I did bake it. Did you know that the devil and his wife in the first movie are brother and sister, those two actors? Oh, I mean, I knew the woman is Laverne from Laverne and Shirley, but I, I didn't know who the guy was. Yeah, that's her brother. <laughs> that's awkward. Yeah, it is. Girl. <laughs> there was also a scene in the sequel where they show those two on TV. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? So they're like so that movie exists in this, and, and I think it was like you're not supposed to think it's just like here's this meta thing that we're not actually going to address. So I'm like I'm okay with that. I also think that's a section of the movie that they're willing to cut out, like for some countries that they because the couple watching it are two men. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even notice who was watching. I didn't remember who was watching it. Okay, yeah. so then they can just edit that out, and it doesn't matter. Hmm. Yep, they do that a lot at Disney, where they go, yeah. we have a gay couple or gay character. But it's not an important scene. Yeah, <laughs> just take that I have out. heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't think I had really much else. So that's what. Oh, overall, I still think that because I, I just I love <laughs> Buster and, and Richard T. Splat, I think I, I just was more interested in the second one. I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying that I think I liked it more than the first one. 
um, that I was also very meh about. So I will agree that Gilbert had the funniest jokes in the whole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like delivered by a person, like he was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I just, I was mostly not all that. I didn't enjoy it. It made me, I, it took me a while to get through it, honestly, because for one That's thing, the Disney first kept freezing. Oh <laughs> yeah. Disney app sucks. Like it, I mean, our internet's bad, but Disney app takes forever to load if it does. And then, uh, and then it'll it, freeze it a lot freeze. too. Yeah. Funimation <laughs> does that for us too. Like Funimation just sometimes never loads at all in the TV app. And then I'm annoyed because like they got bought out by Crunchyroll and Crunchyroll doesn't even have an app on our Sam, like on Samsung TVs. So <laughs> how am I supposed to watch that? <laughs> but I think that's all I have on Hocus Pocus. So I'm I'm hocus pocused out. Yeah, I did. Well, I, died in 2018. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I mean, she was old, but she, I mean, uh, she wasn't like a spring chicken when the first movie came yeah. out. <laughs> so what's our next thing? Scream Queens. I have a yes. lot of notes on that. So I I think I mentioned earlier, like I rewatched it all, and and I, I in like the last three days. <laughs> so it's a. Uh, it was a lot. I really, really powered through. But before we get into that, we can watch one. We can do our uh, these tweets worst, of like the worst tweets. tweets. Maybe we can do the. Do you want to do the the trailers now, or do you want to save those for the end? Well, we can do those now. Okay. But All I right. Have a lot to say about them anyway. That's why I wasn't sure. I'm like, if I don't have a lot to say, then it won't take that long. But sometimes <laughs> we have a lot to say about things, and then we go off book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you have a you have a stream too, so yeah, I do. Uh, I have a stream. Another one. Why is this saying present screen instead of share it? I don't. Why did that word change? That makes me nervous. Okay, I'm not sure which one is which, so I'm gonna go American Magazine or America Magazine on Twitter. Excuse me. Oh, it says. Where is it? America Magazine. I don't think this article this magazine is well named (laughs) borders are our lines not gods we cannot help but the gospel wants us to know that they are our lines should i click on it or you just okay okay i didn't know they wanted to read more but (laughs) (laughs) don't give them the satisfaction of a click no don't our lines not gods (laughs) yeah okay Yeah, I know. I'm like, what does this have to do with, like, to me, I'm like, as an atheist, I'm like, I still think, uh, like, borders are important, and I don't understand why God has to come into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and that could be borders for anything, just like, you know, yeah. personal boundaries type of, like, you know, meta- metaphorical ba- uh, borders, any of that. <sighs> well, <laughs> I don't, I don't even... I've got nothing on that. <laughs> it's well, it's just gonna really dumb, so. <laughs> What's this other one then? Too daily, Catherine McKin- McKinnon. In oh, prostitution, women have sex with men they would never otherwise have sex with. The money thus acts as a form of force, not as a measure of consent. It acts like physical force does in rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, yeah. I, I literally 
copied and pasted it and in a quote tweet and changed prostitution to uh, in my day job and I am forced to do tasks I would never (laughs) otherwise do. Yeah. (laughs) The money acts as a form of force, not a measurement of consent. Consent, it acts like physical force does in slavery is what I wrote because it's just, I mean, like, you can literally say that about anything. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, what about, like, with kids or something, you know, like, you're taking care of your children. Like, I wouldn't otherwise be doing this thing if I didn't have children, so my children are, like, forcing me to do, like, wow, to say that, like, hey, we've got this this voluntary uh, uh, interaction with one another and you're paying for... A, a service what do you what and then you're accepting this this money for this service that is a hundred percent consent yes unless they're like saying no i don't want this and you're you're they're throwing the money at you and forcing themselves on you like okay yeah i'll count I, that i agree right? that, but, that's right yeah but, uh, like that is not what <laughs> How consent works and just for the record like I, I don't care about prostitution like I'm, I'm I don't think it should be illegal um but this is just such a stupid stupid take it really is this one was <laughs> so dumb and then people are like arguing over whether or not prostitution is coercive or anything and it's like I, I, I whenever someone starts talking about that shit I'm like so there's a lot of prostitutes in my area and I would walk around and there'd be bus stops that I'd pass. And there were all these signs on them saying, want to get out of the life? Like, and with numbers to grab and stuff, like there's literally ways to get out of it. So like, there, like, I know in my city alone that there are orgs that will help you escape prostitution if you don't want to do it anymore. So mm, yeah. And then, and to me, it's the Morgan Freeman thing. The bus runs every day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. That I, I could not get through that. Just as soon as I saw where that was going, like, man, this is hilariously bad. <laughs> it is so stupid. Uh. Yeah. What is it? That's what, real quick, Raphael says, now we have entitled women, come on, they feel entitled to live their life their way without consequence. And that's an issue, too, that, like, uh, well, the entitlement for everything, um, hang on, before I get distracted with that, is that, like, just because I think that people should be allowed to do what they want consensually, like, as adults, too, if you're not, like, infringing on others' rights, that doesn't mean there aren't consequences for whatever behaviors, though. Like, I think it's up to the individual to figure out, like, what's best for you, that like, are you making healthy choices for yourself? Um, and I, it's not my place to really judge. I mean, not, I'm not going to say that I won't judge other people, but it's also, like, uh, it's sometimes, but I try to be more open-minded than, like, I don't know your life. Like, maybe, like, whatever this choice is for you works. And if you're living a fulfilling life, then whatever. But it's stupid that people think like I should be able to do whatever I want. And it's not fair that I have their consequences for my actions. Well, it kind of reminds me like recently Piers Morgan, like shared a clip of him talking to Andrew Tate from a year ago where he totally mischaracterized Andrew Tate's uh, point where Tate said that a woman who is 25 has a higher body count than a woman who is like 18, 19 years old, which means she's like body count. Of body murders? count. No. Body count is a is like a 
almost at this point a hookup culture term for okay, how many okay. people you've had sex with. Just wanted yeah. to make sure that that's what yeah. we said. And um, like October horror horror. <laughs> But the and and like that's more desirable for men to have for women that they want to be with to have a smaller body count, and he's not saying that that means that the women who are twenty five are like terrible people or anything. It's just that it is true that most men do not women who, who do not want women who have had sex with like fifty to a hundred guys. Like that is not really up for debate <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's, and honestly that's probably okay <laughs> and but like Piers is all like you're saying they're you're being misogynistic that's it's wrong to not want those women essentially and it's like no it's that's like preference like what people want are attracted mm-hmm. to is what they're attracted to and there's a difference too between like don't get mad at facts though. And that's an issue that people have too. They're just like, 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 no, here are the facts. And then you can take, they have opinions on what this means, or you can figure out what that means. Like that people do have a preference for it, whether or not that's uh, the right or wrong thing to, to believe this is just what the facts are. And, um, so then so you can be mad I guess like don't get mad at the especially the people who are like either presenting the facts too or just the facts themselves like you could be upset with like the people like the men who who dislike that and try to argue your point of like why you shouldn't be upset with this if that's what your goal is but uh, yeah it's it's uh, silly to be upset with the facts themselves though but that is just what our culture is doing these days though is yeah, that they um, well, they really don't want women, and it's true, They a lot of people don't want women to, like, be, like, more serious about their sexual choices anymore. Like, oh my god, like, you're a weirdo if you're not having sex with, like, basically every guy you match with on Tinder or something. Like, is that and, a thing? It's kind That's of, like, okay. There, there's a lot of people who act like it's empowering for a woman to have sex with basically any guy she wants to at any time. Like no impulse control whatsoever. Just do it. Just do it. You'll, you, it'll make you happy. I seriously doubt like lots of sex with strangers makes most people happy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like you're allowed to make that that decision, which I do think is a stupid decision to be that free with your sexuality. But um, I I don't think anyone should try to, like, stop you from making that decision. But at the same time, if you then are in your, like, 30s and you want to settle down and the guy you want to settle down with doesn't want you because you've had sex with everyone he knows and, like, has never heard of as well, like, he's probably not, like, don't get mad at him. You This is a consequence of you having... Mm -hmm made those decisions like i i mean i do think that's true it's like you're allowed to make your stupid decisions totally you're not going to escape the fact that not everyone agrees with the life you chose and maybe <laughs> i mean uh, then you can you could see it on the other side too that like maybe someone who is not willing to accept that part of your life isn't the right person for you either. So it's just like, you know, you kind of just like, Hey, this is a deal breaker, deal breaker. Is that yeah. the word that I couldn't think of last week when I, and I had to like do like a super long thing? Cause we were talking about ultimatums or something. And then oh, yeah, I yeah. remember the, I don't know if it was on Thursday or Friday stream, but like deal breaker was the, the term. I <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, if it's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. You can't force them to change their mind. <laughs> I don't even, 
I don't even know for sure if I would say if that like, oh, sleeping around that much is is a stupid choice. Cause again, like I just don't know. Like if if it's maybe like you never want kids or like the per like you or maybe you never want to settle down with someone anyway, though. Like if that is and I and I can also see like, hey, sometimes you kind of have to make stupid choices, like then learn from them and then say like, okay, like, well, I can't take that back, but I have grown as a person, but there are always consequences for this too. But sometimes people kind of need to make bad choices before they figure out their lives. And that's, that's, you know, normal, (laughs) but so I don't know. I'm not sure. And I, I guess I'd still say it just depends on the person though. Like, it's like, maybe it does work out for them. Okay. Like maybe the person that they settled down with is someone who's also been a slut with everyone else though too. And that's just like, okay, like you made it work. And like, this, this wasn't bad for you. And you, you lived a good, like you're healthy and stuff still. But um, I mean, but I, I do think uh, the reason why I think it's stupid, actually, it has very little to do with the consequences you might face with, finding a partner later in life and more to do with the, the risk involved each time. Yeah, if we're talking about risk. Partner, sexual partner. That's why I included healthy like that. Like if you're. Yeah. Yeah. Like once your... you said healthy, I, I was like, wait a minute. I, I want to clarify something. Yeah. Because like, um, it's like, it, it's, there's the, there's the STD risk. There's the pregnancy risk. There's the, you know. Uh, that's my biggest thing. Unless like you. No, for sure that like, like everything is like empty down here and there's no like why would you there's way too much I don't know but but I, I guess it's the when they're like yeah you can get rid of it if you need to like uh, the people who are like way too okay with that <laughs> I literally oh my god it freaked me out I saw someone this was a while ago this was before we started doing the bad tweets and this was a pretty bad tweet it was a woman who announced that she was no longer going to be doing, I hate to say this on, on our stream, cream pies uh, <laughs> in, for her OnlyFans because birth control, but hormonal birth control messed with her system so much and she was too worried about uh, abortion access. And my immediate thought was, how much have you been relying on abortion to prevent yourself from having kids? Yeah. Like I was like seriously concerned at that point. Like I was like, yeah. wait a minute, this is a horrifying idea. You just, yeah. Abort? Even just, <laughs> all right, let's, let's, I'll say to you, like we can ignore, or let's, let's leave out whether or not abortion itself is right or wrong. Just the, the idea of like doing that to your body, like uh, hypothetically, like multiple times though, that seems like a strain on it that I would not want to have multiple times. Well, there's risk involved in abortion. There yeah, is. Yeah, of course. I mean, any medical procedure involves risk. They kind of lie to women, honestly, about how much risk Really? They lie about like medical risks on mm-hmm. things to people or just like downplay yeah. how bad yeah. they might be if they haven't like done more studies or something on it maybe in the long yeah. term because the long term hasn't happened yet. Huh. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, they make money off of abortion. Isn't that usually how it goes? Like they'll downplay the risk of something because they're because someone's making a lot of money off of it. People care that much about money? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't even know about any of this stuff. It's yeah, I I don't know. I am thinking about pie now generally, so uh <laughs> 
Well, you probably don't want a cream pie. <laughs> then I'm thinking like Boston cream pie or like the the like custard kind of the like whipped cream t- topping and stuff too. Banana, though like banana cream pie. <laughs> banana cream pie. Ooh, yeah, that one. <laughs> There's this lemon pie that was at the one restaurant. I got the lemon cake instead last time I was there, but I want to get the lemon pie now. So now I'm just thinking about pie. Mm. <laughs> I like Boston cream donuts, but I haven't had one in a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've had any of those for a while. Uh, I think every part of it is something I shouldn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, let me do right, So I'll show this tweet. And then actually, I, I if you're okay with it, I think we should do Scream Queens first and then save in case we don't have time to get to yeah, the... We, we can wait fine. on the... the uh, I keep just going to call them ads because I'm not remembering the word trailer. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, this one is Taylor Lorenz. Is this showing up? It is. Oops. Mm, whatever. I'm going to read it as this. Oops. Uh, Taylor Lorenz says, oh, from our pop crave says, Christian girl autumn influencer Caitlin Covington will be taking her annual fall photos next week in Vermont. And Taylor Lorenz responds, if it wasn't COVID, I would go with her and write about it, cry face. And then underneath she adds, unfortunately not able to travel for stories right now because of the pandemic, frowny face. And this was posted today. Today. I thought I thought President Biden said that the pandemic was over. <laughs> yeah, and there's I love that they include that photo of her visiting Oh, one of the lids of TikTok's family members' ho- homes. <laughs> Wait, this, uh, what was it? That photo of her next to it is her at someone's home. Oh, and someone taking <laughs> from the inside. Oh my gosh, Taylor Lorenz is like, won't leave my house. <laughs> yeah, because she was she was there to bug uh, a libs of TikTok's. You know that woman that she doxed. Yeah, um, yeah. A family member. So yeah, That's she right. did that. She did that after the pandemic started. She's such a crazy person. Well, I didn't even. I never remember who that who she is. So <laughs> hi, G man. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I saw last night that Nick Ricada got banned off YouTube. He's entirely on Odyssey and Rumble now. Yeah, I figured that's what he was going to go ex- exclusive. Well, you kind of have to when you're <laughs> perma banned, which is where yeah. we're going to be eventually. Plus, Utreon. Um, well, he uh, he was in the middle of a live stream of a of a court case of the mm-hmm. Waukesha massacre court case. Okay, yeah, I heard he was streaming all day, and then and that he might not have even known that he got banned because it like happened, and everyone was like freaking out on on the locals. Yeah, but, he uh, was literally in the middle of a stream. I think of the. I, I think it's because he was covering the the case that it really it was happened. That- yeah. I wasn't sure why, uh, what the specific reason was, if they actually had one, because also they don't need, they'll just find whatever they want. And yeah. <laughs> we got banned off of Koof stuff from like a year ago that pretty sure that none of the information was was inaccurate. If anything, nowadays it came out as more accurate than, than they <laughs> believed last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> G-Man's says, Rikita deserved it. You can't have a nose that big on YouTube. <laughs> Well, then they're going to go after Viva Fry next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty big schnoz, too. <laughs> He's also a lawyer who covers cases. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a little bit of his stuff. Um, Nick Ricada, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but I know that like John, 
Megan Fox and he and Nigger Kato were like talking about the the uh, Johnny Depp and and what's her crazy face Amber um, Heard. Amber Heard. Crazy face. <laughs> uh, the, about that trial and stuff too and then at some point they talked about wanting to do D&D and then John Delarose suggested that I could DM for them and just run a, a run a game about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and like map you know like map that over like whatever like castle and Megan had like this full thing too of just like hey like here's like a castle Depp and then like then the crazy like the hag lady Amber Heard is this whole thing so I don't know. Maybe at some point we will still do that, though, because I was just like, that would yeah. be funny. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds terrifying to like live stream those. I've never live streamed D D before, so <laughs> it's a um, thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it's a big thing. But I'm just like, I'm just used to doing it with just <laughs> privately, well, with, with my group. But uh, it sounds like it'd be fun. Um, okay, so we did that. So Scream Queens. Let's get into this yes. first. I love that show. I mean, it's it's so <sighs> it's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny and it's witty. Like they they get the the tropes, the whole like the whole the horror tropes. And you've got um, I love Emma Roberts, which is generally I've always loved her. I remember from um, uh, what is the show called? The she played Addie Singer in. Um, I can't remember the name of it now, but she was like, oh, she was a teenager. I think she was like probably like 13 or something at the beginning of it. Addie Singer, Emma Roberts. Un, un, oh my gosh, I just keep saying so un, undisclosed people. podcasts. <laughs> fabulous, <laughs> fabulous. There's so many people on Scream Queens that are the kids of famous people. Yeah, like uh, the daughter of of Princess Leia. Yeah, Carrie Fisher's Carrie daughter, Fisher. Billy Lord. Yeah. See, I can <laughs> only go by character names. Jamie Lee Curtis. Who's is she the daughter of someone famous? Tony Curtis and Janet Lee. I don't even know. That. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, that old. means that the, the psycho joke didn't have that meta for you. Oh. Oh no, it never did. Janet Lee played the woman in Psycho who was stabbed in the really? shower. And she said she saw that movie, that movie 40, 50 uh, times yeah. because that's her mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that never, I never got that reference. That makes that scene even better. Okay. Yes. Okay. I was dying. Like when I realized what they were doing, I was dying because I was like, it's her fucking mom. Yeah. Okay. They, the they reference Halloween. Is, yeah, the other one was uh, Oliver Hudson. He's um, uh, Goldie Hawn's son. Oliver Hudson. Who do you play? He played Grace's dad. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's well, the kids of famous people. Like they're old. They're older too. Like I was thinking of like the 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 kids in the show. The, but, the, I mean, a um, couple of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I was trying to think like who else? And I didn't. Then think Emma Roberts is Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Oh my Robert. gosh! Let me watch. If you guys are in for bad movie slash like sorta horror kind of thing, Eric Roberts plays a creepy doctor in. Uh, Stalked by my doctor's movie series. There are at least four or five of them. And he just goes like he falls in love with like teenage girls and then stalks them and and like kind of secret ways until eventually he kills like the people everyone they love and then they yeah and it happens the same 
same story happens like each movie and uh <laughs> watched most all of them i think everyone just came out but it's so weird because then i just like relate to like man that's emma roberts's dad like is he this creepy in real life because he does have like a creepy smile and i don't i've never really watched him anything else so he just comes off as like creepy on here but maybe he's normal outside of it and i've only seen him in like five of these movies that, <laughs> where he's just Gross. Well, you know he complained that he's not as famous as his sister. Oh, really? Julia Roberts. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot and that. I mean, really, the the reason I, I'm like, I'm sorry, Eric, but the reason why she's huge and you're not is because she's pretty, <laughs> like very pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yeah. not. He's not like super handsome or anything. It's just he, pretty. I don't remember what it, but he has like a slight limp now too. I don't know how long that's yeah. been, but like, or I forget. I think he had hip or some issue. So that, but uh, no, he, he's not bad looking, but like he, uh, again, I don't know if that smile is just naturally creepy or just creepy in the movie, but it is. And I just kept thinking like feeling weird. Cause he's like in love with like seven, 16, 17 year old girls or whatever. And, and these, those, so then I just keep thinking of like, ah, like I know this is just a character, but now I feel weird about like Emma knowing Emma Roberts. <laughs> and and stuff. So it just like kept having like weird feelings about this. I but, love her. She is so damn funny. She's so great in the show too. And which you mentioned to me before, uh, that it's the same who did uh, American Horror Story did Scream Queens. I hadn't thought about like who who the the, the creator. It's the same you know, people. The same. And then and I read later too that like it made sense that like oh they made Scream Queens with Emma Roberts in mind because she they did such a great job in what was it season three of American Horror Story where they had the witch thing. Yeah, coming. So, yeah, so they made they're like okay like we're gonna take her and, and use similar because characters. She was like a yeah she was a bitchy entitled cunt. Mm-hmm. On and they just like crank that up to a hundred for screen queen. Funny, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And then it was great though. Like, so she could play it like, oh, she's playing it seriously over here, and then just like super ridiculous over in Scream Queens. Uh, I there was just so many. Like, I just wrote down like a bunch of different lines and stuff too for uh, as they came up though. But like all all together, like I think we both recommend Scream Queens. It's on Hulu right now, and it's it's really well done uh, that's just like they have a lot of like intentionally like stupid stuff though like even just certain like the cheesy father-daughter scenes between grace and her dad though like the, like the music changes and then they'd have like oh dad like yeah. are you talking about like sex now but then like in, in the middle of like hey there's like rampant serial killer murders happening though too but they just have these like touching moments though that like are out of place but like but makes sense because that's what horror things will do so like they're getting the tropes right and like playing into it also the other thing is that like the way that um emma roberts character works with chad radwell the way they they at turns break up with each other Mm -hmm. one like chad ends the relationship with chanel or chanel ends the relationship with chad and then like literally the next scene they're they get back together uh-huh. <laughs> it's so she's like, oh, and yeah and and she's like so in love with and i love chad too like he's a great i love oh, chad and denise and oh, Chanel. Denise like, those, are, those are probably amazing. like the three best characters but but 
uh, with Chad too, like when he's like when they're making up, and then Chad is still kind of like insulting to to Chanel, Emma Roberts, um, during it too, and she's just like, "Oh, Chad, I love you too." Like I'm sitting, so she's so happy about it, even though like like he sucks, like he's so wonderfully sucky, and yes. but like it's just hilarious. Uh, uh, but there's certain lines too, I, and I and accurate ones where. Uh, Gigi was when they were going shopping because they're doing like oh like you know Gigi's dating uh, uh, Gracie's uh, Grace's dad and um, so they go shopping because Gigi's always wearing like 90s clothes and then she's just like clearly you don't understand fashion like in five years and 90s we'll, we'll be back and you know it'll be trendy again and then Grace is like yeah you're probably right and I was thinking they were right we've got 90s <laughs> stuff everywhere now we've got these like the mom jeans are all around and I keep wondering why do people think this looks good on anyone? Like even skinny people, like it's still kind of like, why are you wearing that? Like it's just looks bad on everybody, but it's such a thing. Well, and one of my, I think my favorite line is in the first season when Denise Hemfield, who always refers to herself as Denise Hemfield, uh, moves into the house and borrows Chanel number five's clothes. And that's that's oh, yeah. Abigail Breslin's character. And she and Abigail, uh, you know, and Chanel number five is freaking out. She's so angry that Denise has taken her clothes. And uh, Denise says, you better be asking yourself why you're the same size as a 40 year old woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, I don't know where you get your thongs, but it feels like angels are flossing my butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> she has the best one. <laughs> I what I love too with the show. I mean, like, yeah, they've got a lot of like potty humor in it, but, but it's also intentional too. But I like how, how like straight faced all the like the girls will say these lines though and how they're like like I had to take like you know like I had to take a dump though to, but, it, but it was like so bad whatever was going on with, with Chanel number three and then she was just like I didn't have to go number two I had to go number three but then they say it like like oh they talk about all these gross things but they just say like so matter of fact and so like uh yeah it's and I think that it's only the girls who say those lines too. I don't think any of the guys ever had any any kind of no, like. No, they didn't. And really I mean, like a, literally, potty line. Yeah, potty. one of my favorite parts, though, is at the end of season two when uh, the the three Chanels take the MCATs. Uh huh. <laughs> and yeah. Chanel number five gets five points away from a perfect score. I think it was only three. I think she had 525 and it was 520 because I just watched it. But yeah, it was 528 yeah. total. 525 is what she got. She's only three points away from a perfect score. And she's all like, she's like, wait a minute, no, no one helped me cheat. Yeah, because the other two <laughs> just had, they cheated their way into it and she had the highest one out of all three of them. <laughs> no one yeah, cares at all. We almost got a perfect score, Chanel number yeah, five. I love how, like, yeah. Uh, She's like, I'm a secretly a genius. Yeah, and, no <laughs> but, and I love how mean they are about it too, because Emma Roberts is Chanel is just all the time. Like anytime number five brings it up, and she's just like, Yeah, we all pass. We're all doctors. No one can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, I I that was probably one of my favorite parts for Chanel number five because I did feel like for so long Chanel number five was shit on throughout the entire show 
and like had nothing good going for her essentially and so for her to actually be good at something yeah that she's just like she is this uh, like it felt good that she actually had something she was good at even if the other Chanel's didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, because I kept thinking like, oh, like she is pretty annoying, but like everyone is so terrible to her though. Like I don't, I don't, because it's like, is she as bad or like they're all just saying she's that bad, but like, no, she is kind of annoying, but she's not that bad. And she's, um, compared I would to say everyone she's else. no more annoying than anyone else to me. Yeah. She, <laughs> we're talking about Scream Queens, the TV series Scream Queens, two seasons. Yeah. Um, on Hulu and it's a great show it's hilarious perfect time to watch it for like Halloween time and I saw you asked about if we're watching bros for bad movie night totally if, uh, is that in theaters mm-hmm. right now it is in theaters um, right so yeah, once, once that comes out somehow to get a copy of it um, we, will, <laughs> we will watch that for bad movie night um, my other like absolute favorite moment in the show is when um they're talking about the definition of ghosting yes yeah <laughs> they all have so many definitions like like what jamie lee curtis means is that she wants them to follow them the shadowing yeah you want to shadow, shadow yeah but she's saying ghosting and then like one of them gets the right definition that it's no longer replying to someone after you match like on tinder or something and the and but chanel's answer is the craziest one yeah they had the note like oh that you leave a party without saying any which is a french exit yeah uh i've also heard irish accent but i think i've also heard ghosting used as that though too at some point i think it used to be i think that was Uh, chanel number three's answer was the french no she's the one who called it a french exit i can't remember yeah and then but but Chanel number one like had the the again a toilet humor. Yeah, um, she said it's when you go to the bathroom, number two, and then you there's no poop in the toilet. Because it disappears because <laughs> it gets like sucked away before you even flush. You look down and there's nothing there. Like, <laughs> uh, and I was just like, yeah, there's just so much toilet humor. And again, it's delivered where she's just like saying like these things though. But like, but they're also like super prissy girls and and all that. But they're totally comfortable and talking. <laughs> about any of the toilet humor um yeah they're so great Uh, i other lines too um it was chad radwell's or he i forget who he was talking to about and but like she was just saying like well we'll see like we'll like we'll find out and he just kept saying like yes we will see because it'll happen in the future and since it has not happened yet like the direction of time only flows in one direction so they just keep uh, they keep going back and forth and he just keeps agreeing like yeah like we will find out about this because we don't know right now because it has not yet happened like (laughs) so committed to like Chad Redwell was amazing. He was a great character because he was such a douchebag, mm-hmm. like a total jerk. But I love Glenn Powell. He's he's yeah. really funny. Yeah, I was disappointed he did not have a larger role in Top Gun, the new Top Gun, because when we saw him in there, it was just. And I, I mean, obviously, it's not a comedy, but I'm like, they're not using you to your fullest abilities. Well, he was. He tried out for the part of. Goose. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. Right. Not Goose. Uh, Rooster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Goose's son. Um, but like they were like, you're not right for this, but we like you, so we're gonna write a part for you, is yeah. essentially what happened. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah, he's 
so great at the like he's a big character in in the show so i just think he does so and, and i liked at the end of season one where jamie lee curtis and you know her that she in real life is like woke to some extent like i don't remember what but i've heard her spout some sort of woke nonsense in the past i just can't think of what but i did like that they they even like they make fun of certain things that are like well like they, they like call out the fact that they are doing it but they like talk about how they're doing it so like at the end she said something about how like you know that it's a it's a group of soror it's a sorority so all the girls and stuff is what the show is about because I'm sure like no one else in chat here has watched actually watched the show but like the the whole thing is a slasher uh, about a girls in a sorority in the first season and the second season they're now becoming doctors and so um, so that's, like, yeah they're like teaching hospital but in the first one it's a sort so it's like a, a basic slasher genre um where they're being killed off but then they do it in a really comedic way and like really acknowledging the fact like all of the different tropes and stuff too but um and so at the end uh jamie lee curtis is like the dean of admissions or whatever and um and so she's involved in a lot of it but they even mentioned too about how like uh they're saying later on too like oh what about uh, Mike Myers, I think it's in season two where they're like, uh, you have to wear the Michael Myers mask. And, and Denise is saying, like, I know that Mike Myers played him in it. That was like right after Wayne's World. And then, <laughs> yeah. Well, no one's, because they're like, you're not watching Friday the 13th. And, and then she, they talked about Halloween. And then I think, uh, who was it? Was it Hester who was saying, like, I've never seen that movie. But then like Jamie Lee Curtis is in Halloween, but they just talk about how, like, oh, we don't even know when no one's ever seen it. But Jimmy Lee Curtis at the end of season one says, you know, that like, oh, I'm, I'm, the sorority is good now that all of the like the, the mean girls are gone. She said that like something about how like uh, how we really were our commitment to mil uh, almost militant political correctness, correctness. Like, including like diversity. And as long as they're always left leaning and she like specifically threw that in. So they're like, yeah, acknowledging that this is how universities work. Like colleges are all left leaning. Book new new feminism oh yeah and yeah. one of the like when she's talking to a bunch of people who are there to see her about her book you know it's like a book signing slash reading and she's like if if previous which she she admits in the narration that she didn't even write it that it was ghost written mm -hmm. for her <laughs> she didn't even write it but so like, she's like if original feminism was about this and then study way feminism was about this this feminism can be summed up by saying women are better mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like i love that so much because i feel like they are just nailing exactly yeah. how awful feminism well, is right now and they even uh when when uh, chanel and grace are trying to kill her because they think she's the serial killer um but then they're talking like oh we want to start like a, a feminist movement and we want to ask you and so they're talking about how like you know like we're I think like the, everyone thinks about like equality and stuff too. And like, you think that it's all great. Like you follow like Taylor Swift, but then you grow up and then you realize that you're only getting paid 20% less than what men are. And then Jamie Lee Curtis's character is just like, that is not what feminism is about. Like, so she just <laughs> shuts down like, Hey, this new thing is not like you guys are caring about the wrong stuff. And I liked, even with the political correctness line too, she talks like afterward, they're like, Oh, and um, I have to go uninvite Jerry Seinfeld from speaking, uh, whatever the, the ceremony for making a joke about a, a woman once allegedly. <laughs> so like they yeah. even call out cancel culture. And this was like 2016, 2017. And they're mm -hmm. like kind of, you know, really making fun of it, even though mm -hmm. I, I think, Jamie Lee Curtis is probably on well, I mean, like, there, that side. Yeah, there was this that point in season two when Denise Hemfield is 
gone for a while, and then when she comes back, she goes, "What? What did I miss? First female president? How is Hillary? <laughs> First female president? I miss it." Like, yeah, uh-huh. and you know that like that episode had come out after the election was over. Right. Yeah, because then all the reaction, they're just like, they're, like they're all quiet. trapped in that prison. And, they, uh, they don't want to tell Denise that she wants. Also, Alex, you're going to get us banned. They're going to say that your accent is racist for trying to mimic black a sassy black woman. <laughs> I love her. She is my I love her so much. Favorite. Oh, she's so sassy. Like, yeah, I love her delivery of, of every line. I watched um, her on Reno 911. I thought she was one of the best. Oh, I never watched Reno 911, but she is in the rookie FBI, the, I guess a spinoff mm. from, from Nathan Fillion's rookie. So she, Denise Hemfield did become an FBI agent. So, like, within Scream Queens. And now she, the actress, I don't know, what's her name? Um, is, is, in, is a new FBI agent in the rookie <laughs> FBI. That's really funny. Um, I love it. I like, in season two, how she kept going. Uh, all my training at Quantico and all the uh, and all the times I watched the show at Quantico. Like, uh-huh, that's yeah. part of her training was to watch Quantico. <laughs> uh, <is> asking, <coughs> Alex is black. No, she's white. Alex. This is white. Alex as that yes, Twitter person had established before that she white. I Alex. am white. Alex. <laughs> um, I liked the the. Uh, called out because uh, I think this is funny anytime I've seen it happen in like shows or movies and no one acknowledges it where uh, uh, um, my gosh Dean Dean Munch uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Sh- who is it Chanel or- and Zayde who's Kiki Palmer I don't think we've really talked about Kiki Palmer because she, she was fine but like uh, she she's not the most like she and Grace aren't the most interesting characters that's why I liked all the other ones I'll say Kiki Palmer's uh, best lines it was in season two. I always loved it where she, because she gets uh, trapped in a well in the first one. She gets kidnapped by one of the killers and trapped in the well and she rescues herself and she's able to get out. In the second one, she gets trapped in a, in a, a different well, like inside a house like with the serial killer's mom and then and gets out. Uh, but so then she like, when they're and Dean Munch is like, hey, Oh, Zadie, you're okay. Oh, thank goodness. And she's like, Yeah, thanks for like how much you cared. And like, and she just says, I was trapped in a well again. <laughs> And this is delivery of like how like yeah this is two times you've been trapped in a well and uh, yeah and she was like, like yeah oh. the way she said thanks all for trying to find me like uh-huh, yeah like, so it's like well stop hanging out with these people yeah right like you know they're not gonna come for you um but so Dean Munch and say whoever was they fly they fly somewhere to go talk to the Ezron the nurse for the lotions and stuff too so like there's just a clue oh, yeah. to go figure out who the killer is so they have to fly somewhere and so they're explaining to Dean Munch about like oh like here's blah blah, blah what the situation is and the, and someone says you know, you would have, I think it was Zayde who said it, like, you know, you would have known this if you had just flown on the plane with us. And then and Munch is like, I don't fly commercial or whatever. It's like she flew privately, but they, I at least, I like that they acknowledge the fact, like, why didn't you talk about this on the entire trip? Like, you don't know the plan. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you have spoken about this? And they do that in TV shows and movies where it's just like, why are you talking about this now at the end? You're like, like watching up hours <laughs> of like time in between of the other scene where, so I like that they actually like, re- like acknowledge that that happened. Um, the other line was Chanel number three and Taylor Lautner. So he's in season two and, uh, and, Uncle Uncle Jesse from Stamos. <laughs> John Stamos, thank you. Uh, so like they're in season two, so they get a lot of like big named people. But yeah, Kirstie Alley, 
Oh yeah, Christy Alley. Yeah, yeah. Um, Taylor Lautner and Chanel Number no. Three are, are are trying to help figure out a cure, like for the the yoga person, like who who can't stop having orgasms is one of the okay, things. Yeah. And but then so like they're doing yoga positions, and I like Chanel Number no. Three just saying like, uh, can we? I just want to say first that yoga is just stress, stretching for douchebags, <laughs> and. Taylor Lautner just says noted, and which is like, yeah, you know, I, I think we all agree with that. Just I, um, bags. I mean, I do do yoga myself, but because uh, mostly because it makes me stretch my bad hip in ways. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's stretching. Yeah, it's stretching. But um, the the thing is though, but the uh, there was so much. Uh, wonderful things with Jamie Lee Curtis's character throughout all of all of it. Like the fact that she is the character who is the best at sex. Yeah, and every time someone has sex with her, they're like, they love with her. Shit, and, yeah. she's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to go back. <laughs> so she's she's like stealing crap. all everyone's guys and yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, the, one of the first times we see her in the first episode she or i think it was the first episode she's in bed with chad radwell mm-hmm. and and it's after the sex and he's happy but she's like you yeah. are so you're, bad at this yeah, so you're you're like, you know that right <laughs> just yeah you're, you're just absolutely terrible at sex <laughs> but she's so mad at him uh-huh. <laughs> and then and he's talking about because like and he's already dating chanel too but then cheating on her and, and i love like even with their really again their relationship too because chanel's just like can you just like try it'll be a little bit more monogamous can you try not sleeping with as many other girls <laughs> like it's just such a the thing where you're like just a little bit and, then, like, and he's like you're you're trying to control me yeah <laughs> um so funny but then even and then he's talking about how he's like in love with with uh, jamie lee curtis too and she's just telling of course you are because how could this get anywhere like there's no other way that this would get anywhere except that you're in love with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like the the show is so silly and weird and hilarious like it is definitely like it's it's not serious do not take it serious because the narrative does not make any sense no yeah but it, and but it's okay because it's supposed to like they're you know that they're doing it like they're trying to be convoluted because that's just the tropes of it like oh here's this twist here's this other twist like here like we're twisting back to the thing beforehand now instead yep. he's like actually um, and Jamie Lee Curtis is G-Man is the one who thought Trump was hauling away USPS trucks to fix the 2020 election. That's right. That's what I, I recall this now. That's what you're remembering. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, no, but, but she's r- really funny in this show. Like the, the whole thing is, is well done. Um, <laughs> highly recommend it. So, like, I don't, because I'm like, I don't think I have any like really criticisms of it because the things that like oh this seemed intentional like you were doing these bad tropes and stuff because like that's the the idea um so yeah i don't i've i probably wouldn't have watched it four times (laughs) if i did not enjoy it yeah i i definitely it's one that i will watch again and i've been quoting it at people that i know <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Holy shit, what is this show?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch it. It's so weird <laughs> and hilarious. It's it's one of the best TV shows for a while because it is so silly and fun." Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So if anyone's looking for some some horror themed comedy, definitely check that out. Um, what else? Okay, so we've got. I don't, and if there's anything else that you have on that, I think I'm I'm good. I mean, I could probably keep quoting more lines from it. We don't have to go through <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um, it is really good. Oh, before we get into the trailers too, I wanted to mention. Unless we're plan, if you're planning on like f- watching through Cyberpunk later on, I was just going to note that I uh, did not like. I watched the rest of it and I was not pleased with the ending. <laughs> and oh. um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't spoil it if you are planning on watching the rest I of it. Might at some point. Okay, <laughs> I mean, and you might be fine with it. I just didn't like the. Uh, I kind, I it was kind of what I expected it to be, but I think again, it was one of those the whole thing like there wasn't a real goal and so at the the finale of it with the way things ended it just felt like this didn't have to happen like they there could have been other choices made and it seemed kind of uh, i didn't like the 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 decisions made for the characters at least um and because there wasn't like a bigger plot but but i won't go into those details if you if you ever finish watching it let me know and then we can talk more in full about it um yeah. and well, then, we said we were going to have an anime night at some point so. oh yeah okay yeah then we could do that and my other note is she hulk the one episode it had mr immortal in it um i forget which week whoa, two weeks ago or that so last um, week last week okay um so mr immortal and that's played by oh shoot what's his name uh, dave oh my god i i uh, thought i was gonna remember his name mr Oh no! My keyboard stopped being a keyboard. I can't even can't even do anything now. Why are you? I need to not have a USB one. Apparently, <laughs> look it up on my phone. <laughs> my keyboard just is not working. Mister Immortal Dave, she Hulk. I can't remember his last name, but he's of TJ and Dave. They're an improv duo. Dave Pes- Pesquazy, Pesquazy, I'm not sure how it's called. <laughs> Dave Pesquazy, but uh, he, uh, TJ and Dave's super funny. I've met him before too. I think he he and TJ gave my boyfriend and me a pizza once because we were like, watching whatever performance they had like extra pizza. So he came up and, and offered it to us though. But That's um, so then like, T- I love TJ, but, and Dave moved out to LA, I think, but they were in Chicago back in the day. So now every now and then we'll just see Dave like, oh, there he is in this show. Here's this part. But like, I like to, <laughs> Mr. Immortal is a funny character though. Cause he just keeps like, kill, like killing himself <clears throat> to get out of women yeah. albums. <laughs> out of marriages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, I watched the new episode today and it's almost over and I've so oh, really? I haven't seen it yet. Not enjoying it like sadly i don't know i find everyone but her to be more relatable and Mm. interesting and funny yeah well i guess i mean i say the same thing in scream queens like the main character like grace and zayday were like overall not the most interesting characters of the like the side characters were more interesting and but i guess like in a lot of times that might happen where like the the main character might be more of the straight man and certain i'm not trying to say like say that to defend she hulk specifically but just generally where like a lot of times i like side characters more because they're not the main one because you get the chance to be more over the top and fun that a main character might not always be able to do because of uh, they have to like help move the plot along or whatever yeah um but e- yeah i haven't seen today's episode but i'll i i 
I am enjoying the show well enough though, but I know <laughs> that you don't like it, but, and I understand why too. Again, like I get it. I don't know. Do, have you seen any of the Marvel's, uh, the Netflix daredevil? Yes. I can't remember if I think I've seen the whole thing. Okay. Cause he's in the next episode. Is he? Like, oh, I'm not okay. spoiling okay. that at all. It's all over the internet right now. That, oh, daredevils. In it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Interesting. Um, all right, I'll watch it and see. But it's hard. I'm busy I'm trying to do uh, <laughs> horror movies, like one yeah. horror movie a day. I, I think I have it written down on, no, wait, maybe I have it on here. I wrote it on my laptop, but I think my sticky notes are connected. But my keyboard is still not working, so I will never know. <laughs> so, turn it off and turn it back on. I just really hate this keyboard. <laughs> it only works half the time. Really puts it, oh, okay, so on... Uh, October 1st, I watched Smiley Face Killers. October 2nd, I watched The Town That Dreaded Sundown, uh, the remake, because it uh, or it was like a sequel to it, actually, because they they acknowledged that there was the original movie and that the, there, the movie exists in the film based on the real thing that happened. Um, October 3rd, I watched Bloodfest, or I think some of these are on the same day. I watched Bloodfest, October 4th, Killer High, uh, and then yesterday hocus pocus one and two i don't think i have to watch a horror movie tonight then i'm trying to average out a horror movie a day so i might not be maybe i won't get i have to watch two or something later but so, mm -hmm. um i had to look up smiley face killers and the town that dreaded sundown when we were i was mentioning before that i was trying to do this literally could not remember the movies that i watched they were not memorable smiley face killers was <laughs> super boring uh it was like i can't even tell you anything that happened like i don't think there was like enough murders it was uh, based on the concept of like people mysteriously drown or something though and they think it's suicide but they think it might actually be murder so like it was inspired by that but it was really boring <laughs> challenge dread sundown also not memorable it was better but um blood fest that was the one that we watched for bad movie night actually i thought it was going to be terrible but the second half ended up being better motown was really digging it because he didn't like us talking over it so i had to keep pausing or rewinding because he couldn't hear what the lines were like, Shut up. Uh, yeah <laughs> wait 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 can you rewind that um, which uh, which i understand though too because it actually was better than i expected it to be um in the second half at least so yeah so i'm trying i'm powering through you got a lot of a lot of achievements says, why is Beverly's keyboard sticky? Well, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the trailer, so, yeah, 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 cabin knock at the cabin. If I full screen this. Is that still showing up properly? Yeah. Okay. Sound, or is it just really quiet? I hear okay. sound. I hear it's just like uh, crickets chirping. Yeah, it's really quiet until the yeah. There we okay. go. Are we gonna sing along? I will say I got this song stuck in my head. I know. Yeah. Hours after I watched this. And now we're going to get demonetized. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm still surprised last week's didn't. On Friday, I mean. Yeah. 
This is too loud. Holy crap. Gee. My name's Leonard. Was nice to oh, meet yeah, you. Oh, yeah, Dave Bautista. Why are you here? I suppose I'm here to make friends with you. Your dad's too. But my heart is broken. Why is it broken? Because of what I have to do today. There is a woman carrying something that looks like a pick with a J and a mallet at it. You see, the four of us have a very important job to do. In fact, it might be the most important job in the history of the world. We were called and are united by a common vision, which has now become a command that we cannot ignore. The four of us are here to prevent the apocalypse. Your family has been chosen to make a horrible decision. If you fail to choose, the world will end. I mean, it's M. Night Shyamalan. It's probably not going to be that good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I have little faith in it. And I'm not even sure what I think of from... I mean, I, I understand, too, with horror, you can't reveal too much in just any trailers. Like, you don't want to give away too much of the things. But I, I think maybe my my one problem is, like, why is it called knock at the cabin like if the knock itself isn't actually going to be of importance then i think the name of it is gonna i'm gonna be upset by the name because like it seemed like oh now they're inside i think i would think that if they never make it inside and it has something that continues to be like a psychological thing with like the knock that makes sense (laughs) so i'm i'm just already like skeptical about it like because of the name like well now you're inside so like the knocking has happened or you're not gonna be knocking anymore are you like unless they are maybe maybe there'll be a the twist is something that, that we're uh, knocking rupert uh grint is one of the four people was that him that was that was <laughs> I didn't even recognize him holy crap yeah, that was that was <laughs> ronald weasley <laughs> wow okay um, yeah, so I, I don't think I have a ton to sit because I'm just not sure. I'm skeptical. Whoops. Yeah. Wallace Williams, your, oh your comment. What a twist. Are you referring to the hizzy joke? It's several years old now where they, they would do this thing where they would go like, oh, oh no, no, no. It was Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken did this thing where like at the end of an M. Night Shyamalan movie and like, oh, the the twist happens and he and M. Night Shyamalan pops in and goes, what a twist! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making fun of his style. 
Um, when is that? Did it say when it was coming out? I think it's coming out next year. Oh, oh, okay. So we've got some time. I'm going to forget about it. And then <laughs> once it comes back, um, <laughs> I, just, I have, uh, I expect to be unimpressed. I do love, what is it? I'm Dave Bautista in Guardians of the Galaxy, though. He's hilarious there. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm just really upset with how broken this, this is a new keyboard. Like I only bought it like a month ago and it has been <laughs> a problem ever since then. I have it plugged into the wall too. And it's what just, is the brand? I think it's just a generic thing. It's called Arctech or Artec. So it's cheap, but uh, it is a uh, not great. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, what did I hit? Now it's like trying to say that I'm trying to leave StreamYard. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> cancel? Yeah, cancel. <laughs> I'm going to stay. Uh, and then another one, we've got Super Mario Brothers. I know this isn't horror. Unless it is. I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> but uh, is this the one with um, is Chris Pratt actually in this? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> he, there's a quote from him from a while ago saying that, I'm really proud of my super my Mario voice. I worked really hard on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember reading that. So we'll see. Oops, we'll see what happened. Why didn't the calculator just show up? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. I hit F for full screen and my calculator popped up. So I'm going to stop using the keyboard now. Keyboard is drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's haunted. My keyboard is haunted. That's what, yeah. I'm that makes scared. sense. It is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> The king of the Koopas! <laughs> Open the gates! Taste of our fury. <laughs> do you yield? <laughs> I do not. Oh. I finally found it. Now, who's going to stop me? <laughs> That accent. Do not touch that mushroom, you'll die! Oh, I'm sorry. That one's perfectly fine. Come on, Mario! 
Mushroom Kingdom, here we come! Keegan-Michael Key? There's Luigi. I think Charlie Day is Luigi. And I think that teaser after all the names is basically them saying they're going to do a Luigi's Haunted Mansion sequence. Oh, okay. Which I'm totally down for. (laughs) If Luigi wasn't in there at all, though, because, I mean, it's the Super Mario Bros. movie, so he better (laughs) be in the movie. Yeah. Um, I agree, Johnny Boy. Where is John? Like, I love him, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> so weird that it's like John Wendizamo, and they want to act like they're freaking Italian in that movie. <laughs> like, you yeah, Hoskins and freaking <laughs> John Wendizamo to play Italian people. What the hell? <laughs> like, they were saying they were Italian in that movie. Although Bob Hoskins hates that movie. He hates it. Absolutely. I am not surprised by that. Well, I mean, he almost yeah. died on set. so he's Did he really? Yeah, uh, he did. I was just <laughs> looking at all the suggestions on this. I think it's such a an array of... Why is this one just called Knife? <laughs> knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the, the, the unsafe space narrative. Dissonance yeah, I got that. We've got more Avril Lavigne. Cool video, I'm pretty sure. The one with the Rings of Power lady. Oh. Yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. watching like black hole stuff from this Kurgzagd the other day, and so I subscribed to them. Yeah, right, I'm gonna go through and watch all of those videos later. Anyway, stop there. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I'm excited for. I love Mario uh, as a series again. Like Yoshi, Luigi. First. If they do something as fun as the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, then I think they're fine. Like, oh, yeah. I still need to see those movies. But, yeah, I've heard good things about them. They're fun. They're very fun. <laughs> um, oh, is that everything that I have? Uh, that was all. We had the tweets. We had YouTube. And you have to stream in a half hour anyway. So yeah, on your, that's, why, oh, that's why I went to your channel so I could grab the link and share it. Oh, you wanted to share it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't, couldn't like, oh, I could hear you talking because I went to the channel. I'm not just like creepy stalking you. I was trying to do it to post and chat for this because um, she's streaming in a half hour on her channel. Which one? What are you doing again? Which horror? Um, I'm doing my Spooktober live streams where I I'm playing through the Resident Evil franchise, but every time I get ten deaths in a, in one of the games, I move on to the next. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. So I'm. I'm in RE2 right now, so and I have one oh. death. So, and I guess while we're gonna self promote, I'm trying. Like I, I'm gonna start going back on my old channel. My old, I decided to go forward with my OG channel that I made in December of 2006. Is how old this Damn. YouTube channel is. <laughs> I made it when I was like 15. So here, here's the link to that. If people want to sub there, I haven't done anything recently, but I'm gonna figure out what I'm doing. Partially inspired by Alex with gaming and stuff too. So I'm still trying to figure out. Like, yeah, you got your own channel. I should go back and I just used to do like sketches and stuff too. So I'm trying to figure out what like live streams or things I'm gonna do. I even made my own discord i don't know if yeah, alex has one too i don't know if i do, if that's I do. you advertise out but uh <laughs> you people can join my discord it's on okay. my channel banner um, okay because i don't think um, i'm in, able in to the do about section there's it's <sighs> yeah do you have to change it? it um because i like i i grab like the co- the link to 
share out though? Is there a way that like that's a permalink that you can you can create a permalink from Discord? Okay, I don't know how to I don't use Discord enough to know that, but this is to my new one, but there's only one other person in there, so it's the only other person I've invited in. <laughs> oh, Winky says that he, because uh, I'm not doing anything with it yet, I'm just like trying to start out, like I made a subscribe star page, I made all these like other things to try and uh, just prepare from like, if I do all these other things, then that'll like make me feel more like, hey, actually do something with this, like feel more responsible for producing something. Um, but when he says that, we watch Alex and not me, so <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's fine. I get it. <laughs> um, Johnny Boy, there will I, there won't be any rap songs. Carter doesn't even want me to play his other his other clip anymore of, of Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. He has, he's like, oh, it's getting tired. It's like it's getting old or something now because he's a baby about stuff. <laughs> What do you mean we're still going, John Delarose? Uh, you just had like a four-hour stream the other day, <laughs> repeatedly throughout the weeks. I just joined your Discord. Oh, I see that. <laughs> Again, nothing's in there. <laughs> totally. General, fun, news, movie mm -hmm. club, gaming club. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, gotta get the staples in. <laughs> oh, I think we need to go over housekeeping. Just we didn't do that. Anymore. Oh yeah, we did not do that. Oh, oof. Yeah. What do we? Uh, we've got book club. Juliet's going to be doing Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut on October thirtieth. Time wise, that might be. Uh, we might change that. I don't know, so I'm not going to say the time yet because she might push it back to a later time. Oh shit! But we it, woke up, Missy. <laughs> we better hurry before she starts. <laughs> Talking camera hog, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that'll be October thirtieth. There she goes. Um, what else is there? We've got uh, oh, we've got occasional levity, a new series tomorrow with Juliet, Alex, and me, and then our guest will be L, aka some bitch I know. Um, that's at two p.m. Pacific slash five p.m. Eastern. What else? I think that's it. I think so. <laughs> uh, um, and then I think just the usual or next week of stuff. <laughs> and yeah, anything of importance that I need to say? I guess I can declare my love for Alex now. But <laughs> Don't. <laughs> it's unrequited. Wow. Really good at just shutting it down. <laughs> That's so funny. I like that you even like shooed with your hand. It's unrequited. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even have like a post credits thing, so and probably won't be anything unless I think of something while the credits are running. So <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Have a great night. Um, go check out Alex after this. You've got like 22 minutes before before she starts. Um, oh, let me just check out chat real quick. Anything else that people have to say? No, no one ever says anything interesting in chat ever. Uh, oh, Winky wants guitar keyboard. You want me to just play a keyboard and guitar at the same time? Because <laughs> I know he means keytar, but I'm just hold out like a keyboard in one hand and guitar in the other. Um, all right. Uh, have a good night, Alex and everyone else.
And we will see you. We'll see you all tomorrow at 2 p.m. slash 5 p.m. And credits. Goodbye. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production is known by the state of California to cause unregulated ideation that may be harmful to bureaucrats. Association with the following individuals or tacos is strictly prohibited apropos of nothing i was just wondering how would you feel about another pandemic your president is in full control of his mental faculties if you think about it no one should be allowed to express opinions but don't think about it i mean that's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake. Okay, I've got my, my melodica. I think Alex is probably feeding Missy, so I'm just going to play this real quick and annoy you with it. Uh Oh yeah, this key's sticky. These keys are so sticky. Right here, Alex. So I've got another keyboard that's sticky. Uh, you can make jokes about that in chat. That's totally fine. I've got this keyboard that's sticky and this keyboard that's sticky. Not sure why. Oh, there's Alex. I'm just playing yeah, my I... sticky keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard the jokes. Moonlight Sonata. Uh, I can't even remember it. I can't do it with just one hand, though. You really kind of need the bass with that, too, though, to get the full effect. I, I used to play the third movement. I love it.
because it has the dun 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 dun. It's super fast. So I'll, I need to find that sheet music and I'll practice it again just for you. Uh, who was that? Was that uh, G Man? Oh, for G Man. Never mind. I'm not going to do that for G Man. <laughs> but okay, I, I'll practice Moonlight Sonata. It is really pretty. Okay, goodbye. I love you, Alex. <laughs> no. <laughs>